if you have your Bibles, please, and then you should have your Bibles, but turn to Exodus chapter 3, verse 1. We'll be reading from verse 1 through 17 tonight. And I'm going to title this message, Moses in Five Words. Not Moses in five words, but Moses and five words. Amen? I'm missing some light to you there. My eyes are getting bad. Guess I'm not. There they are. Anyway, the Lord uh, wants to give us a fresh revelation of his power and to who he is in our life. We need to get a fresh revelation of really who the I am is in our life. You know, I want to I wanna be so full of the Lord and full of Christ that if a mosquito bites me, he's going to fly off and say there's power in the blood. Amen? All right. You ready? Moses chapter 3, verse 1. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and beheld, behold, the bush was burning with fire. But the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will, not, I will now turn aside and see the great sight, why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him, from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take off your sandals, off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows, so I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a good and large land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Now that stands for fertile land, plenty of resources and things that they needed. It was not in a desert. The place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Pizites and the Hivites and Jebusites. Now therefore behold the cry of the children of Israel has come to me and I have also seen the oppression which, with which the Egyptians oppressed them. 
You see, God sees what we're going through, amen? He's not blind. He's not deaf. He knows what we need, and he sees us right where we are in our situation. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? It's so interesting in reading this, it says, Who am I? Well, God knew who he was. He wouldn't have chosen him. He knew he had the right stuff. So he said, I will certainly be with you, and this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers have sent me to you, and they say to me, What is his name? You realize in the Bible times, names were big. Big. I mean, today we use names uh, of, uh, of our last names, of our fathers, and, and we understand that that's a name, that it's a reputation a lot of times we get from wrong names or good names. But he said, what's that name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. Or that I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, of God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial to all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me saying, I have surely visited you and seen what I have done to you in Egypt. And I have said, I will bring you out of your affliction. Aren't you glad that God brings us out? He doesn't leave us in. He brings us out. Can you give the Lord a hand? Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Of Egypt and the land of the Canaanites and Hittites and Amorites and Pezites and the Hivites and Jebusites to the land flowing with milk and honey. Amen. What a powerful word tonight. I remember this uh, cute joke, and I love telling jokes, and I know sometimes they get kind of corny, but I, I thought this was cute. Being that we are, uh, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, it doesn't make any difference. We had a president named George W. Bush, and uh, he was walking through the Dallas airport one day, and he saw this guy with long hair and a robe and white robe, and he had two big tablets in his arm, arms, and he's walking in. George Bush said, hey, 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 uh, are you Moses? And uh, the guy just kept going, ignored him, just didn't pay attention to him. 
So he just kept following this guy and says, hey, hey, are you Moses? And, and he would not, again, he would not look and talk to him at all. Finally, persistence of George W. Bush put his hand on the guy and says, are you Moses? And he says, yes, but the last time I talked to Bush, I wound up 40 years in the wilderness. Anyway, at the age of 40, pastor's age, age of 40, he was given an important assignment or a task. We all have assignments and tasks that God assigns us. First of all, go into all the world and preach the gospel, Mark 16, 15. When God gives us an assignment, he tells us where, how, when, what to do. And we walk by faith and not by sight. Exodus 4, 10 through 13. Then Moses said to the Lord, Oh my God, I am not eloquent neither before you before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Here Moses is trying to get out of this assignment by saying he, he stutters. I find it interesting that God uses people with problems. He uses people who have situations that they were born with or they developed. God has always done this. He's always taken the, the people who would not be uh, suspected to be the ones to be chosen to do something, and he's used them. I thought it was so interesting. This uh, reminded me of two men <clears throat> that are, were, at least one was a powerful man of God. He's passed away, Oral Roberts and Benny Hinn both stuttered as children. Could absolutely not even hardly talk, but God used them, healed them, and used them. You never know what God can do and how he can use you. So the Lord said to him in chapter uh, 4, verse 11 and 12, so the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth or who makes the mute the seeing of the, of the blind, have not I the Lord? Now therefore go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what to say. In other words, God's rebuking him right there. He's saying, don't you know that I can take care of that? What's that? That's not hard for me. So God rebuked him and says, my presence will always be with you. But he said, oh my Lord, please send the, by the hand of whomever else you may be sending. He tried to get somebody else to go. Second time, he's trying to get somebody else to go do this job. Guess who won out? Amen? In chapter 9, plagues came upon Pharaoh. One of the great stories of the Bible about how all the, the blood, the frogs, the livestock, the hail, all the things that happened during that terrible time because of a guy's heart being hardened. Aren't you glad tonight your heart's not hardened? After Moses came down from the mountain and saw that the people had made a golden idol and they were dancing around it, 
I mean, this is what's amazing about this story as you really think about it here. Here they were delivered out of their bondage, away from slavery. They got out and made a stupid mistake and started worshiping this idols, golden idols. They were dancing around the idols, and, lo and he, Moses lost it. When he saw what they were doing when he came down off that mountain, he lost it. He, he absolutely went bonkers. He went crazy. He took the two tablets of the Ten Commandments and threw them on the ground. The only guys that ever broke all Ten Commandments at the same time. Later in chapter 34, God instructs Moses to bring two more tablets so he could make two new ones. I read that and I say, you know, God gives us more than one chance. He's a God of many chances. Back to verse chap or chapter 3, verse 13 and 15. These words, it says in there, five words, says it all. I am that I am. I am that I am. I am that I am. So in your life, in my life, God is that, whatever that is. Amen? Whatever that is, God is. He's saying, I'm referring to myself. God said, I am. He said, I am self-existing. I don't need nobody else. I am willing to always be there for humanity to the end. No matter how bad our problems are, how bad our situation, God is bigger. He is bigger than any problems that we might face. Any problems that we can or cannot see, he is bigger. God becomes a great I am and the God of I can and God, he will will and God shall be what he said he would be. Five words says it all. Amen. He is our protector. He says, I am your corrector. I am your deliverer. I am your strong tower. I am your refuge. I am your fortress. I am your friend. I am your healer. I am the peace giver. I'm a way maker. I'm a miracle worker. God says, I'm your father. I'm the rest giver. I'm the counselor. I'm the comforter. I'm the burden and yoke destroyer. He says, I am your defender. I am your strength giver. I am your intercessor. I am your joy giver and your strength giver. I am mountain mover. I'm a covenant keeper. I am helper and supporter of our souls. I am that I am. Amen. I'm the one who gives a song in the night. 
How many know that God gives us songs in the night? There's times when a song can just move your spirit. There was a program years ago on at night on the radio. And I'm trying to think of the guy that, that had that program. Do you remember his name? Not that old, Not that old okay. <laughs> well, he had a program on, it's called the, the Night Season. It was a night program that he had, and he would always play music. And he had this soft voice, and he would talk in the middle of the night. And he says, God always has a song for us in the middle of the night. He's my portion, my mercy and goodness. God is my shield, my wisdom giver my seed supplier, and my satisfier. How many know that God can satisfy? Oh, you think of the world, the things we get ourselves into trying to get satisfied. Mm. In closing tonight, I'm going to ask the musicians come. He's also a blesser, our teacher, our judge, our rewarder, our favor giver, our fear destroyer, our power supplier. It says your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. A satisfier again. The Lord is a miracle worker. He's our righteousness our shepherd, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. And the most of, I believe, of all of these, the I am's, is he is our Savior. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Praise God.